Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is um, December 12th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and UMPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, raise. And if you're a newcomer, please put your camera on, raise your hand, and let our team know that you're, you're a newcomer. Prashant? Hello. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm currently working for Employer A. I got a new full-time mm-hmm. opportunity with Employer B. I'm relocating from New Jersey to Florida. For LCA, I gave my friend's address. My current residential address is within five mile radius. So what are my next steps? How do I update this you, current address to? No, you don't have to do anything. You, once you have the address, once you go there, okay, just update mm-hmm. on AR11. You know what AR11 update is? Update on the? No, can, you can you elaborate on please? AR11. Um, yes. It's a okay. US I can do it myself or uh, can, I should go through my... Once you get the H-1B approval, not before you get the H-1B approval, after you get yeah. the H-1B approval, do it, okay? And I'm giving yeah. you a link. You can do it yourself. It's just, there's nothing anybody can do for you. It's just a simple form, okay? Oh, okay. I don't have to go through company attorney and all, right? No, you don't have to. Okay. Okay, fine. Thank I, you. I gave you the form. Next person, please. Oh, yeah. Kumar? Uh, um, hello, Rahul, sir. This is uh, Kumar here. I had a question regarding Dropbox appointment eligibility. So let me tell you my situation. So I'm an Indian-born uh, Australian citizen. Um, I got my citizenship in, in Australia, though I'm Indian-born. Uh, I got my first H-1B uh, over here in US in 2017. And I got it stamped through an in-person appointment in Mumbai, India. Uh, now I'm planning to travel uh, towards the end of this month again to uh, Bombay. I have a Dropbox appointment already scheduled for first week of January. And You have uh, an Australian I, passport, is it right? Yeah, I have an Australian passport, yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's, uh, and I have already H1B petition approved or the renewal approved. Uh, you told me. Yeah, 2017 was the first one. Yeah. yeah, and now it's a renewal uh, for which I'm going. I wanted to maybe ch- uh, check uh, that whether I'm eligible for Dropbox. The reason I asked is though I've already booked in Dropbox appointment, but when I further go through that one of the Dropbox eligibility question, which is says that, did you have your previous visa in the same country as well as is that country your primary place of residence? Um, I'm a bit confused on the second part of the, this question. So that's the reason maybe, yeah. Yeah. Your help. Well, yeah, you can, at this point of time, I do not want you to cancel it. There is a chance they may call you for the interview. Okay. Okay. Uh, but just because the primary residence is not there, I would not cancel it because you previously got the visa in India. I will right. not cancel it. If they call for the interview, go for the interview and then come back. 
Okay. So for if they call for the interview, they kind of uh, return the passport back and then they ask to schedule the interview or is it they no, basically they will, they send will it? Tell you, they will tell you which state to come in. Okay. But they'll still accept the passport and the application at the Dropbox, right? Would they kind of deny during the Dropbox itself and ask to schedule an appointment? Uh, do you know anything of that sort? Happens? No, they won't deny it. They'll just schedule you an appointment. That's all they will do. Okay. Yeah. So the, the Dropbox, the, those VFS guys will accept the application and few days later, I'll may get a call to uh, attend an interview. One to two weeks. One to two weeks. Next person, please. Okay. Parit. Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Farid. Uh, I am. I came on H1B and I have a daughter. Uh, she is actually uh, uh, going to be 21st year on next year, August. And uh, I having a, her H1 four for uh, March 15. And mm-hmm. yeah, H4 for March 15. And I want to apply for her F1 visa. So my mm-hmm. question is this, like I already applied her extension for H4 and I think she may be going to get for till her uh, 21st of birthday. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, what I can say, mention it, applied for the extension from where I can say I need a uh, her change of status from which date should I say? Is it say I say because her current H4 is expiring on 15th of March. So what I should say because I oh, got a... When, I, when, is, when is she becoming 21? Uh, August 2023. Just put March, March 2023. You're fine. Okay, fine. Another thing I just want to check with you, like I, I want to have her program open. So she may, she's actually living with me. So she may be going to do her graduation, maybe master. So how I can make sure she should be getting a larger uh, period for the F1. Like F1 I think is somebody given. Told F1, F, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, please. F1 is, there is no end date for F1. They won't give an end date. It's open-ended. Yeah. Okay? So, in so the, in, yeah, wait, please. can you listen to me, please? For it? Sure. Yeah. So let's say she's going to bachelor's. Bachelor's is going to end in two years. Let's say, okay. She won't Absolutely. get an F1 until two years. She will get indefinitely. Okay. She doesn't have to go to immigration all the time. She changes the university and goes to master's degree or doctorate degree. I don't know, postdoc, whatever it is. Okay. She only needs to get first time. That's it. And afterwards, you just keep on changing the university in the civic system. You don't have to go to immigration. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, so one question is there in that, like, uh, uh, we may request her current or extended period. So do we need to put put a period over there? Put a the period her- there, which is the period which is there in the I-20 given to her. Okay. 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 But they won't give yeah. an end, end date period. Okay. Okay, thank you. Another last question, like uh, I, I actually I try to upload I thirty four the financial support. Um, it is only available for certain countries. So do I still need to fill manually the I thirty four the financial support document? Man- if you file it manually, you have to file it manually though. If not, okay. you have to physically mail it. You can use this lawyer services if you want to. I'm sending you a link to it. Next person, please. Okay, okay. thank you. Yeah. Hello, sir. Uh, I'm Silesh. I'm currently under my F1 status. Uh, this is my last semester. Few days ago, my passport got damaged. So, uh, is there any chance that I can get my new stamping during my OPT period? As this is my final semester, I can't travel back to India. Uh, 
Yeah. You, if you want to travel back to India, you will have to get a new stamping. Yeah. So during my OPT period also, I can get the F1 stamping, sir. I would not recommend you get it. Because what if they deny? Yeah, there's the doubt. Like, so if they deny, I mean, I just want to make sure uh, if there's any chance I can go during my OPT or else I, I want to wait till my uh, H1. Wait. Wait, sir. That will be better. Okay. okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sir. Next person, please. Srinivas. Hi. Uh... I'm asking this question on behalf of my wife. So my wife came to US like in the last year, December uh, on H4 and her H1 petition got picked through a consulting from this year in the October and that one was approved. And she's currently working with that consulting firm and they are saying like they will withdraw her petition probably in a month of towards the December end. So in case if they withdraw their petition and if she's kind of initiating the change of status back to the H4 and is, does she need to go through the cap again if she finds another employer? Yes. Not in this life. Okay. 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 Now, okay. when is when is the H four expiring? Uh, it is next year October. You can either any. Do you have an I one forty approval? No, I do not have the I one forty approval. You better work on it towards it. That's yeah. better for you. The other thing is that you can either initiate the process of the H uh, four H one to H one, or she can just go to Mexico and come back. Okay. To to stay on the H four. To stay on the H4. When she comes back, she just says that, oh, here is my H4 approval. Okay. And they okay. may test whether she is genuinely married with you or not. Let her test it. Okay. okay. It's okay. called Margarita switch. Okay. Margarita switch. Okay. Okay. And, and does she need uh, to go to, the, okay. Sorry. And uh, I'm going to send you the uh, article. Um, I mean, YouTube, I want you to watch the first 20 minutes of it. Okay. 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 I have, one last question. Go ahead. No, let's say if I apply for a change of status and if some other employer files the H1B change, H1 transfer to them again. So if H4 approval comes later towards, towards the H1, then what will happen? Which, which, whichever comes later will be the one which is valid. You uh, can always okay. file, you can always switch it back. Let's say, for example, you can file the H1B in premium processing, right? Let's yes. say H1, if your H4 is approved afterwards, you can just go to Mexico and come back. Okay, to be on the H1, but does, does she require H1. the, but does she require the H1B stamping because currently she's no, on the H1. she doesn't need H1B stamping to come back into United States. That's called automatic revalidation. When she goes to Mexico or Canada and she's coming back within 30 days, okay, it's called automatic revalidation. There is a 20 minute video. I'm going to send you that one. I want you to watch it. Okay, sure, sure. Next person, please. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Hello, it's actually um, just a five minute video. Watch it, please. Yeah, go ahead, Kiran. Yeah, sure. Uh, I went to India using my emergency advanced payroll. So, but mm -hmm. uh, before I started to go to India, I got an email saying that my regular uh, advanced payroll was approved, but mm -hmm. I did not get any uh, any of the letter in the mail. So I just used my emergency AP and went to India and came back. So mm -hmm. by the time that I came back, uh, that copy, the regular 512L was there in my mailbox. Mm -hmm. So some, somewhere I was reading, uh, if you are in India, if, uh, if the advanced payroll is issued, it's not valid. But can I... it, it was approved when you were here, is it right? Right. You received it, it later on, but it was approved right. when you're here. Yes. So that statement is not applicable for you. Oh, okay. So I can just use, I can go to India then. You haven't gone to India yet? Yeah, you can go to India using that. Where are yeah. you right now? 
I, I mean Virginia, back, right? Yeah, but I used back. yeah I used my emergency. AB. That's fine. You can still use the current uh, the one that you got it for one year or two year period that you got it. You can still okay. use it because it was approved at the time when you were in US. Oh, okay. 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 That's great. Th thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Gokul. Hello, sir. Thanks a lot for your time. Uh, it's my second time here. A question on seven six five. My priority date is October two thousand ten. We filed in July first, twenty twenty two. My spouse got her EAD in September. Uh, GCEAD in September, nothing happened on my case. Uh, it's been over six months. Um, uh, I'm trying to see if anything can be done here or just wait until they you, you just have to wait right now because they're taking <clears throat> either between two months. You said July you filed this, right? Two months. Yeah, that's correct. Months it's taking. Yeah. Two, so no, no Monday must for 765, just sit on it. You can, but I don't know if you're going to file it. It's going to take 60 days for you to get it. Uh -huh. um and is it worth 60 days that kind of money it's up to you though okay so but i will go ahead sir please i will give you what uh, what this uh, how to uh, how you can go to court but i don't know if it's worth or not for you oh for 765 it's not worth just wait another 6 months in july 485 no, come it may come in one or two months you never know okay Okay. Okay. But it's up to you. You can. It, but it'll take it'll take uh, two months to at least sixty to seventy days to get the results. Okay. Uh, all right, sir. Thanks a lot. That was it. Okay. Santosh. Next person. Hey, uh, Santosh here. So I'm first time to join with this. Thank you for. So uh, is it okay to overlap the employment when when I'm moving to a new employer? No. So no. No, okay. sir. Unless the other company has filed as a parallelly filed application, you cannot overlap. You should not overlap. Okay. Okay, so what would be the consequences if I did or do that around like a one? That is considered. That is considered to be out of status. I want you to discuss with a lawyer what the consequences. It's not that bad, but you need to understand what that is. Next person, please. Hi Rahul, this Hemant here. I'm asking this yes, question on behalf of my friend who is on an emergency situation. Uh, so he's mm -hmm. traveling to India today, and then uh, he has a visa appointment in January. His current validity of his I-797 expires in April next year, 2023. But he also secured a new three-year extension on top of, you know, the April 2023 till, you know, three years. Now, his question is, when he goes for stamping, should he be submitting the current I-797, which expires in April? Or should he be able to uh, submit the new one, su which will give it? He should submit the new one, but he also... His passport visa is expiring in April 2023, or is it expiring some other time? Oh, the, passport, the passport is valid until 2030. Passport but the ISO... visa. Passport oh, the, visa. That, uh, sorry, Rob. Yeah, that's expired already. Uh, it, okay, it's I, want him to, should get. I want him to provide both H1B approvals, which is okay. expiring in 2023 and which is expiring in 2026. Okay. okay. They will put the file number of the one which is expiring in 2026. They will give okay. the H-1B stamping from January of 2023 to all the way to April of 2026. Okay. You oh, got it? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Thank you so much. Next uh, person. Yes. Hello, Rahul. Uh, hi for taking yes, my call. Uh, Rahul, I discussed you before, like my case was reopened and I-131 got denied, stating that I am a permanent lawful resident, which is not. 
so today actually I went to InfoPass appointment and I asked them like you have my I-485 uh, is reopened and you have denied uh, my I-131 stating that uh, I'm a permanent lawful resident now I have to travel to India what is my option so uh, that lady clearly said like uh, they can uh, give uh, they can give me emergency pay payroll only for 30 days but actually I want to stay in India for two to three months but I am scared to go for the uh, H1 stamping like they may deny my H1 stating that I am a permanent lawful resident is it possible they could deny my H1 stating I am they can I don't want you to risk right now traveling to India then what should I do wait because I'm like stuck everywhere. Uh, I don't know what to do. Right? I know. I want you to file a freedom of information if you have not already filed it. Yeah, I haven't filed, but that takes a lot of time, right? Because in January... I know, ma'am, but I, I don't have a solution. You go there, you risk. How, I can't go to a, a, a heart doctor and I, I will eat chicken fried every day. He won't allow me. So can I still do it? That's up to me to do it. But if I go to the heart doctor and ask him, he won't give me permission. So I won't, I won't let you go there. It's up to you. You go, you do, you risk. Yeah, so you are, you are saying like there is a chance of uh, denial my H1 also, right? Because, yes, but they it, are it, clearly not, saying... not only chance of denial. The problem there is they don't understand what's going on. They may be 221G. You may be stuck there for years. Okay, and but they are saying like our system is saying like it is not approved, but still my I-131, they don't have any answer. They are saying they okay, actually so what's your question to me right now? So can you do anything apart from like no. if I uh, uh, connect you no. personally? Or... No, ma'am, I cannot do anything. I want you to file the freedom information that I sent to you. If you're planning to go to India, I'm if I file the freedom of information and uh, what is the advantage of that? I can submit that to H1 stamping? No, no. If, you're, if your purpose is to go to India, I cannot help you. Okay. okay? And freedom I of cannot, information? Because I don't help people going to India. I only help people staying here because I'm programmed to do that thing. The freedom of information, what it helps is that it will give the entire file to you. Okay. Then if you have a consultation with a lawyer, we will be able to go through the things, what's going on. And one last question, sorry to interrupt. Like uh, if uh, uh, the last question is, can I go for appeal? How long it will take uh, for the appeal process to approve? There is no denial for you. Only the, you may say I-131 appeal? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can appeal it or you can refile it. Yeah, refile or appeal, right? How, how long it yeah. takes like the appeal thing? Appeal will take approximately anywhere two months to two years. Refile will take anywhere between two months to about eight months. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Neelam. Hello. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking your time yes. here. My question is on GCAD. So currently I'm holding an H-1B and also a GCAD and I'm working on H-1B. Uh, my assignment is coming to an end year and then I was thinking to switch to GCAD. So my question okay. was, how do we switch to GCAD? Like, do we need a job to switch to GCAD? Uh, you have, do you have a job, is it right? Yeah, but most probably it won't be there by 1231. And after that, you won't have any job? I won't have any job. I have to look in the market. No, I want you to find a consulting company job or I want you to, uh, I want you to be, have your wife employ you or self-employment 
any of those things is better. You need to consult a lawyer though. If you don't have any job, they may deny your 485. You need to find a job. And you can okay. employ self-employee also. Okay. 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 It's it's not that I would recommend that you do a self-employment. That is better rather than actually uh, that is better rather than actually uh, risking complete okay. denial. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my second question was that, you know, uh, can the, uh, like, suppose I want to travel to India for some time, can my dependents stay here on GCAD or they cannot? You want to travel where? To India for some time. Can they, they continue? When you say sometime, what do you mean? One month, one week, 10 days? Two months, say maybe. But you, will you have a job at the time or you won't have a job? Uh, if I don't have a job. If you don't have a job, you can't even come back into the United States. Okay. And uh, last question was, can you extend GCAD from India or you have to be in US? You can apply when you're here, but advanced parole, when you're applying, you have to be here. But GCAD, you can apply when you're in India. Okay. 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 But, but that time you would need a job to show that and you're applying for extension. You need a job continuously until you get the green card. Forget about EAD. Okay. Okay. If you don't have a job, they may deny your 485. Don't risk. Consult a lawyer. Have a self-employment. Is that clear sure. to you? Yeah. Next person. Thank you. Priyanka? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Priyank. And my question is, uh, I'm right now employed with company A. And uh, they are delaying my perm process. And uh, my visa, H1B is, I mean, I'm consuming all my visa by April 2024. So company A is delaying my perm processing, GC initiation. Whereas my company B, where I earlier employed, they I connected with them and they are I mean, willing to file my perm. So mm -hmm. is it okay to connect with them and they can file my perm with a future employment prospect? And uh, Perfectly fine. Perfect, perfectly fine. You can have two perm going at the same time. Okay, sure. And uh, it, later in the in any position, do I need to? I mean, uh, withdraw any any of the perm, or no? Okay, You're so fine. I can file. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Convergent. Hello, sir. My yes, sir. my question is: uh, I filed uh, uh, my priority date is uh, to, uh, June six, twenty twelve. In uh, 2020, we downgraded from EB2 to EB3. And uh, uh, last year, this year, we changed it to EB2 again in, by interfiling. Now, by the time my uh, 485J was approved, uh, there was no visas for uh, EB2. I, I'm, I'm pretty aware of all the things. Keep going. Okay, so then uh, can I refile uh, for the going to EB3 again or not? Not refile. You can do 485J to interfile to move to EB3. So I can do it, right? Uh, somebody was saying I can't do it. Like I already, they already approved EB2, EB3. You can do it. EB... Convergent, okay. you can do it. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. Nimesh? You can move, you can move back to EB3 filing a 485. Nimesh, go ahead. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, 
actually my perm was filed uh, last year uh, on 19th of december and since then there is no update and uh, i'm uh, my uh, six years uh, is going to be 19th of december you mean yes. december 19 2021 yes right and That's a long yeah, did, did, there did, is no did, did they request to the U.S. Uh, the Department of Labor what's going on? Uh, actually, I'm checking with my employer, but every time I'm getting this answer. So, and my uh, six-year max out is going to be in March of 2023. So, on that I, basis, if the, if the labor certification is still pending, you can still file an extension of H-1B but it's going to be only valid for one year. You can keep on extending like that, okay? Okay. One year okay, extensions. Okay. Yeah, and uh, one more thing, uh, Rahul, I feel that my employer is hiding, even though it is uh, approved, but he, he is trying to extend it, like uh, stressing it uh, and not revealing it to me. So is that the case? Like uh, he can uh, hide uh, for a long number of days? And... One thing is that if it's applied in December, once the labor is approved, if they don't file the perm application, uh, I-140 within six months, the perm will die. Okay. And even though the perm is approved and he is not revealing, revealing it to me? Uh, yeah. If, long I-140, if the I-140 is not filed within six months, the perm dies. Okay. The life of okay. the perm is only six months. Okay. Okay. Is there is there any other way we can find out uh, whether the perm is approved or not? Mm, no, it's completely employer's information. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Rahul. Next person, please. Ashwan. If you have any questions, I have some time, guys. Go ahead, post it in the chat. I will try to answer in the chat, guys. Oh, hi, Rahul. And the Thank chat you for should be to time. everybody. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking time. Uh, this question is related to my cousin. My cousin got a H-1 visa last year, and earlier this year, he went for H-1B stamping. Uh, mm -hmm. He is from India. He, uh, mm -hmm. They are coming for the first time, but he got RFE. And his H-1 is still in RFE. And this year, his wife got H-1B. Can he go for, uh, sorry, can she go for uh, H-1B stamping while her H-4 is still pending due to her husband's uh, H-1 visa. So when you say that the, uh, he got a RFE, you mean to say 221G? What is RFE? Sorry, yes. Sorry, 221G. Okay. okay. But is the wife's company a genuine company though? How is that she's yes. in India? Which company is that? Uh, some consulting company uh, that uh, yeah, I know they may want to, They may want to consult a lawyer though. Because there are ways, a lot of these consulting companies for only making money, they are filing the H-1B though. There may be some fraudulent companies. If they try to apply through those things, they don't get No, she, her H-1 is approved. Right now, like we want to go for stamping. The, Can we I go know. for stamping? Or? So okay. if the company is a fraudulent company, they will approve the H-1B only so that they can go after all these employees and suffer them. I don't know why they don't okay. deny the H-1B with the internal products. I don't know why. Okay. But they do that. So you need to you have them consult a lawyer and they need to go to myvisajobs.com and search to see what kind of company is, is that. What kind of company is going to wait for six months for them to come into the United States? 
Okay, you mean her husband's genu- company might be fraudulent? That's why they are. Well, I don't know about her her company too. Okay, See, yeah, if it's, both. If, if it's okay. cognizant, if it's startup, they have projects there. They will wait for those people for six months or seven months. But mm-hmm. rest of the people, they are not willing to pay. Wait, Apple and Google, they won't wait for six months, right? I mean, yeah. so I I don't know if it's a genuine company or not. So you okay. need to assume they are genuine. Okay. How do Assuming I mean they are genuine? That, uh, can she go for standing? That assumption is the risk that I don't want to take her. I, that's a big okay. assumption. Next okay. person, please. Thank you, Ahmad. Oh yeah, hello, Rahul. Yeah, my question uh-huh. is like I'm on F1 visa and my wife she's on F2 visa, and she's currently hold like Connecticut Medicaid. So my question is, uh, can we use the uh, full services of, uh, you know, like the Medicaid through Connecticut? Uh, is she gonna, you know, like uh, in future, like something? If we use that, something gonna happen to us, like uh, in status or immigration or anything? Uh, I am not aware of what this Medicaid exactly is. I'm sorry about that. Okay. 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 No problem. Thank you. But unless you know very thoroughly, you should not avail those kind of things. My okay. wife works okay. in the healthcare industry, but I don't know how how that. Uh, that is going to it's, work out, it's okay? actually the insurance it's actually the insurance through connecticut so you are you are you paying any money no it's insurance? completely free since i'm on f1 uh, so it's like, no I, I i i don't know if that's going to okay i'll see if i can address it tomorrow okay sure sure i'll be joining tomorrow thank you that's going to be five to six okay let me look into these things i received 221g when i was in india then new project, new approval H1B. I got the H1B. Now I'm eligible for, am I eligible for Dropbox? You withdrew it. I'm assuming that you have got the stamping before. Fill out the DS-160 and make an application. If it allows you to make an appointment for a Dropbox, you are. I'm assuming that you got the stamping before. Uh, Amar, do I need to carry employment verification letter at the port of entry? Do I need to be employed while written? Yes. You need to be employed because the whole purpose, if you are the primary applicant, the whole purpose why we are giving you the green card is because you have a job. And if you don't have a job, that means what's the purpose you're coming into the United States? Yes, the Dropbox has been extended until this year and for 48 months. Uh, NG, I'm going to, uh, that definitely is the one which I'm going to work on. In fact, I made a notes on that. Uh, uh, for tomorrow video definitely will address that. What your concerns are to file H1Bs for our new LC. So what is the minimum requirement for starting filing? Now, the first minimum requirement is there must be an office space and completely, I mean, it should not be shared office space. There should be three people on the payroll of the company. They can be H4 EADs, OPT system extensions, or green card holders or US citizens. So these are the requirements that we normally tell people that that's when you can start filing the H-1B for the company. Yeah, uh, Abhi, you can travel to uh, you can travel to Mexico. Yes, you can. Uh, you don't have a stamping on your passports. You can come back to United States, but check with Mexico though. They may have a problem you going into Mexico. But as far as the US is concerned, if you're coming back within 30 days, you are in good shape. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, Eagle Act, Rakesh, it's right now will be voted this week uh, in the House. So we, this is a time for you guys to be very active and need to work on it. Please have everybody write letters. And we are going to emphasize more on the same thing. 
this tomorrow's uh, thing and I will give you the letter where you can write if you and please pass on this letter to all the friends of yours. Oh, sorry. I sent to only one person. I to get attention on pending for it should be submit again for it for along with the employer letter NBC. Well, I recommend suing the USCIS to get their attention if the priority date is correct. Uh, when you cross the border and then come back, they won't, they may not extend your I-94. They may not extend, suing the, is the best option, sir. They may not extend, you need to fly. They call it as a, it's not a meaningful departure. Uh, my H-1B expires in January 2025. Now switching to another employer, do you suggest start EAD and H-4 when I switch the employer? Yeah, because January 2025, that's um, two years. Yeah, I may, I may do it because you will get extension of H4, one more. That's, uh, you can always do the option of going to Mexico. That's up to you uh, after two years, or you can just, I would rather just file it right now. That's going to be more easier. H4 and H4 EAD. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be 1130. Don't forget that we do have a Zoom conference. Uh, I'm sorry, we do have YouTube and Facebook that we take live questions at five o'clock on Tuesday, which cover a lot of topics in that one hour, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.